Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force this, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC makes me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly and that is what CGV is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. We don't manipulate it to our own benefit. Like you what is this and that is what we do. That's why I love you. There you have it. You have an insightful service. Can we just rise and just give off um, worship this evening? Just give him thanks. Give him thanks, praying the Holy Ghost. Oh, give him thanks this evening. Give him worship. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. The fruits of our lips. Give him praise to his name. The fruits of our lips. Give him praise to his name. The fruits of our lips. Give him praise to his name. The fruits of our lips, giving praise to his name. Thanks be unto God. Thanks be unto God. Thanks be unto God. Thanks be unto God. Who leads us in triumph in Christ. And through us, that is everywhere, the fragrance of his glory. Come on, give him thanks this evening. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Because in Christ, we have the victory. Thank him. Because in Christ, we have the victory. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Oh, because in Christ, we are free indeed. Hallelujah. Oh, thank him. Because whosoever the Son of Man has set free is what? Is free indeed. So we live free. We are the free ones. Glory to God. We have liberty in Christ. Oh, thank Him. For the liberty we have in Christ. Oh, free to worship. Free to serve Him. Without shame or guilt. Without sin, weighing us, back, weighing, weighing us down. Oh, thanks be unto God. Thanks be unto Come on, give Him thanks one more, one more time. Bless Him in tongues. Thank Him in tongues. Thank Him in tongues. Thank Him in tongues. Metuze Nemedina in Monoko Snaki Iraki Akuza Badele Tozo Pregedina Mesuna Nianina Mane Enuza Ikea Kariaka Shiane Enuza Iniaka Name Nekinos Enika Naika Erusa Pari Ekelezo Epruda Kia Diala de Gasa. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. Your word changes us. Your word changes us. Your word purifies us. Your word purifies us. Thank you for your word. 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 Your word that is living and active. Someone than any double-edged sword. Oh, thank you for your word. 
Your word changes us. Your word purifies us. Your word reveals to us who we are and what we can do. Thank you, Lord. Because we are who you say we are. We can do what you say we can do. We have what you say we have. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory. In Jesus' name we have worshipped. Glory to God. We can sit down. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. So we're going into the word. Let's pay attention. Let's take notes. All right, so we can have a great time together. Be attentive, be focused, okay? Amen. So we ran through Ephesians 3 on Sunday. Right. And we finished, you know, with um, verse 2021. It says, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. And we said, God is not only able, God is willing. Now, this is good because this according to the power at work in you. This means that he has already deployed the power. This means that that's not going beyond is being willing or not willing right now. Now, if the power was just, you know, in his own hands to use or not, then it comes, is he willing? But the minute he gave the power, it became, it's now your prerogative to, to, to do application demands. Let me, let me say it again. If I owed your two million, again, I talk in millions. Amen. Yes. <laughs> if I owed your two million, Right? It means that you have to tell me, sir, I need 500k. I will now say yes or no. But do you make two million in your account? You don't have to ask me anymore. You're just go and spend it. So now, the power is at work in you. So it's no longer a matter of is God willing or not willing? He showed his willingness when he put the power in you. You understand? So it's not a matter of God is no, no, no. He declared his willingness by making the power available in you. Glory to God. So no longer asking is God willing? No. It is us now deploying the power at work in us. Glory to God. So Paul said in Ephesians 3 14 says, For this reason, you know, I need it for the, for the Father. You know, says, I pray that you said to have according to the strength of might by his power. You know, through his spirit, you're in a man. And the power there is dunamis. So he said, I'm, I'm praying for you that you are strengthened with miracle working power. Paul is saying, it is God's will for you to walk in miracle working power. To be strengthened with miracle working power according to the spirit that's already in your inner being. So again, all these are a function of having the spirit within. So when you, are, when you got the Spirit today as, as salvation, you got everything that heaven has to offer. So we are no longer begging God to do something. God has already done everything. When he gave you the Holy Ghost, he gave you everything. That's why Paul said in 1 Corinthians 120, right? It says, all God's promises that in Christ are yes. And the amen is spoken through us to his glory. 
It's already a yes. Okay? So in Christ, we got God's eternal yes. A, a yes that will not be, you know, sometimes it's not, it's not no. Not people be, when, they're, when, they're, when they're in a good mood. When you say, you're in a fantastic mood. Daddy, do you want, daddy, I need 20K. I think I have to give, I give you 40. But the same, same guy tomorrow, daddy, I need 5K. Similar, you know, that kind of But God has given you his eternal yes. Glory to God. It says also that Christ made when you ask true faith. Okay? That you that I pray for you that, that you've been rooted and established in love. So you say, I pray for you to grow in faith. To grow, you go in faith by growing knowledge. Okay. I pray for that you grow in knowledge of Christ so that you are established, you know, you are you you, you like Christ when you have to faith. That, that you may be rooted and established in love. No, we say faith works by love, right? So I pray for you to grow in faith by knowledge. I pray for you to, to, to be rooted in love. Okay, to grow in your love work. Because offenses will come. Okay? Is the, math, is, 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 is the nature of life. That people will offend you. It's the way life is designed, okay? In fact, the more people love you, the more they can offend you. I say always that the way, what my wife will do that will vex me, you do that and laugh, I'll laugh because I love you, Shah, but nobody like my wife love. But when she does something, it enters faster. It enters deeper. Do you understand? So, offense will come. The more we love, the more we offend each other. Okay? So, we must, we must be able to, you know, to forgive quickly. To forgive quickly. Okay? I pray to be rooted and grounded in love. Okay? Even beyond, beyond relationship love and all that, in the new people, the people are interesting. If you don't, if you don't know how to forgive, you just you go everywhere carrying baggage of offense everywhere. Because people, people are designed to offend us, actually. So, people will offend you. Your boss will he must offend you. Alright? Your friends will offend you. People on Twitter will offend you. It's just, the game is the game, right? So, you must understand how to give love to people that don't deserve it at all. Alright? So, it's that like you are rooted and grounded in love. Look at that. Being rooted, established in love. See, it means you are, you are so steady in love that, you know, your, your love work is not, is not shaking. Established, rooted in love. When something is rooted very well, no, it means the tree is not going like to fall down, right? So come whatever, come what may, the tree is rooted. What does that mean? That come what may in your life, you are rooted in love. Okay? It says that you may, to, you may have power, you may have all the saints, you know, to grasp. Look at this. They may have the power to grasp all the saints, to grasp how wide, how long. How high and how deep is the love of Christ? Says, and to know his love that surpasses knowledge. This is so good. Says to know his love that surpasses knowledge. Says, you know, this love is so deep, it surpasses knowledge. Says, I want you to know how much, how loved you are. You know, when Christ prayed in John 17, says that they may know that you love them even as you have loved me. So, God loves you the way he loves Jesus. God loves you the way he loves Jesus. God loves you the way he loves Jesus. God loves me as he loves Jesus. That is, that, is, that is good. Think about it. That God loves me as much as he loves Jesus. God loves me as much as he loves Jesus. He says, and then that you will be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. 
So God wants you, look at this, to be filled to the measure of the fullness of God. So God is not saying a no to your hunger. You can't out hunger God. He wants, he has hunger for you. And his hunger for you, look at this, is to be filled to the measure of his fullness. This means to act out the risen Christ in full expression. This means that whatever Christ can do, you can do also. And God wants you to get to a point where you are as effective as Christ is. That when you speak, things happen as though Christ himself said it. Don't forget we said, we share his exacting authority. So he's saying that, I'm praying for you to so live full of the power and authority that you are as effective as Christ is. That when you speak, it's as though Christ himself is speaking. In terms of results that you get from speaking. I pray that you are filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. So this means that the fullness has measure. So there is half tank. There is full tank. There is overflowing. I want you to be filled to the measure, to the brim, overflowing of the fullness of God. So God wants us as children to carry his fullness, to be flowing over with divine life. To be flowing over with divine life. To go everywhere spreading the life of God. This is God's will for you. Alright? Chapter 3. Chapter 4. Chapter 4. Read that, read that, read that. Are you on break? Microphone. Where? Chapter 4. Verse 1. Alright? Amen. As it, uh, the four verse one. As a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be, be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. Please pause there first. So Paul calls himself a prisoner for the Lord. We said two weeks ago that redemption means to buy back by paying a ransom. So now, Christ bought you from being the devil's prisoner to become his own prisoner. So he didn't buy you to become ownerless or homeless, familyless. You didn't become a Mwali, right? You know, evil people, you mean bastard, right? All right. So he bought to become his very own, to become Christ's you know, his freed men that are his prisoners. Glory to God. So what does that mean? It means we are bound by Christ. This means that we live our lives, you know, yielded to him. We live our life by his dictates. Now, to be redeemed again means to be bought. It means you are not your own. You are Christ's slave. And it's also, it's also his freedman, right? But it means that, it's why he says, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. 
So live a life worthy of him as your new owner. Live a life worthy of him as your new owner. So we are not, we didn't, we didn't become free under grace to be lawless. We are free to live out the Christ life. So we don't live of our own wings and desires. We live for Christ and by Christ. Alright? 2 Corinthians 5, 40-18. 2 Corinthians 5, 40-18. 2 Corinthians 5, 14-18. For Christ's love compels us. Now, see, David says, Christ's love. Uh-huh. Why I said, read your passions very well. It compels. Okay? Go on. For Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all, and therefore all died. Go on. And he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised. See that? Says he died for all. That you that live through his resurrection, okay, should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. So, when you received Christ, okay, you became, you know, um, under his dominion, right, to live for him, not for yourself. So, you can no longer just, I, I feel like this is what I do. Amen? Our world to tell them this, because most of us are from, are from families where you know from, from other other religions, you know, Muslim based on and all that kind of stuff. We owe it to them to tell them the truth. Now it might mean that you know um, they dislike you, they are angry with you, they might even threaten to disown or, or disown you. Yes, but Christ says something. He says, "I've not come to bring peace on the earth." He says, I've come to set father against mother. Can you come? This is what it means. He's not saying I've come to cause fight. But he's saying this gospel will cause fight. He's saying the message of the cross is offensive. That there is no way you do it, Shah. But if you preach it, people will vex. They stone Christ. Eh? <laughs> they actually killed him. He rose again. They stoned Paul. Left him for dead many times. There is no way you read this gospel rightly and everybody will like you. They might, yes, like your behavior, right? They might like you that you're a good person and all that. But the message of the gospel itself, as is offense, Paul calls it the offense of the cross. So, if you want to be tolerant such that everybody loves you, you will not say the truth. But we owe it to our world to preach Christ, okay? Yes. With, with justness and respect, right? We must preach Christ. Amen. Don't be so lovable that you cannot preach the gospel. Don't be so kind. Because the Bible is true. And it means that whoever rejects Jesus, doesn't matter how good they are, is hell, is in hell already, you know, under Satan's dominion and, in, you know, and also hell bound as a destination. So, if I truly love people, I will tell them the truth. So if I'm saying the Bible is lying, do you understand? All right? So preach Christ. If you love them, tell them the truth. Christ is the only way. Otherwise, he died in vain. We said also earlier that you cannot improve on Christ. All right? Okay? Awesome. Seven. 
But to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. This is why it says, when I said on I, he took many captives and gave gifts to his people. Verse 9. Verse 9. Ready? What does he ascended mean except that he also descended to the lower earthly regions? Yeah. He who descended is the very one who ascended higher than all the heavens in order to fill the whole universe. So Christ died, okay, descended to hell, okay, rose up again, ascended back into heaven again. So go. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the, un- and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Christ himself gave the church, the apostles, prophets, and evangelists, and teachers, Christ himself gave us to what? Equip his people for works of service, not to do all the work by themselves. To equip you and I, to equip us for works of service. So your ministry, your pastor and order, is given to you to equip you. So, you know, make the best use of ministry gifts, okay? Be equipped. Be trained. All right? Let, 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 let it look like you come from somewhere. That's how people behave. You know their pastor is equipped. like, okay, I know, your, I, know, I know your pastor is good. But why are you like this? Like I've been before. That's, ah, I, know, I know your church now. I know your church. Why are you all going to be like this, okay? Look like where you came from. And I know as they tell us at home, when, 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 when I go to school, remember whose child you are. What are they telling you? Take the training we took, we, we taught you here. Take it out. Okay? So the church is also meant to equip us, okay? So that we can, so the body of Christ is built up until now. It's not saying that, um, it's not saying the, the point to come when we all believe, believe the same thing. It will not happen. Because as more people are, getting, are growing up in the faith, we're having new babies. The more people we save, the more babies we have. Meaning that that baby too will need to be trained to believe the right things. But he's saying that it's about all of us, each of us, growing up to maturity. Growing up to, to, to full oneness of the faith of Christ. That oneness there just, just means measuring up to Christ. It's not as a time will come where, where we will all be united. That's, that's after rapture. As long as it's said, we'll be divided. No matter how much we pray, no, church, the church will not be one. As it will be one, no, but we'll not, be, we'll not believe the same thing. It will not happen. Amen. As I said, as people get we have new children there that want to teach to mature, teach to believe the right things, okay? But that each of us is to mature, each, each, each of us, okay, into maturity of Christ. So, yes. We will pursue, it's our goal to pursue that every believer believes the right thing and all that, but there won't be a point on this earth where we all believe the right things. It's only people, people stop getting saved. Do you understand? Because if, if, if you all believe, and someone gets saved now, someone else to mature, okay? But as a body, generally, we all go to maturity to measure the fullness of Christ, okay? Awesome. So the, 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 the spiritual gifts are to train each of us to mature onto the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. So again, Christ said again that Christ wants every one of us to match up that fullness. God wants your maturity. He's keen on your maturity. He wants you to grow. To not just have, you know, not, not just, you know, be like him spiritually, right? But for you to show in your life 
Yes, spiritually, you know, uh, by, by our, our makeup, we are like him. That's very fine. But it makes no sense if you are like him or not living like him. All right? God is not, is not, is not, what's the word? He's not a joker. He's not, not an emotional speaker. He just tells you, doesn't care if it actually happens, just give you ginger. You're hyped about it. He wants to see that motivation, that inspiration show up in your life. So that you are like Christ. God wants you to actually not, not, just, not, just, not just be like him in theory, right? But to live like him practically. To actually, you know, experience his dominion. To experience his power full blown. Okay? And it says the church is meant to, by, by, the, by, the, by the ministry gifts, to mature us into the fullness of Christ. Are we good? 14 says, then we'll no longer be infants. Look at that. Tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every of teaching and by chronicling of, of people that was coming. He's saying is that those want you to forever remain a child. He needs you to actually grow up. And growing up means that very importantly, that you believe the right things. You're not blown everywhere by new, new teaching, new doctrine. That you are established in the truth of the faith. You actually know what you believe. You know why you believe it. You're not going to them. They said this. Hey, they said, no, no you are rooted in the faith. Okay? So we say, we say often that children eat anything. But mature people are, are, in their, they are selective. Glory to Jesus. All right? It says, instead, speaking the truth in love will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head that is Christ. So again, God wants us to mature as, as, as individuals and as body of Christ. He wants us to mature. He wants, God wants your maturity. He needs you to grow. He needs local churches to grow up. God wants strong local churches. Amen. God wants strong local churches. He wants strong believers mature in their faith work, mature in doing ministry. He wants responsible children that will take the gospel everywhere. Alright? So he says, how do you do this? Speaking the truth in love. See, it means two things. That because I love, I will speak the truth. It also means, if I'm speaking the truth, I'll speak it in love. I'll speak it Aiming to correct, to edify, not, not to show I can be past you. There's a way you can show this knowledge thing. That even you know that to show off. Even you know that this is what I'm doing right now. It's true though, but this is my motivation is show off. Okay? It has to be, you know, with love, you know, with the aim being to help people to actually grow and become better. That now means that the way I say that truth will be different. So it means I will say it in the best way to help you grow. Not the best way, I feel like saying it. So it means I will say it with you in mind, not with what we, not with me in mind. I won't just come and pour out on your head. Okay? I will say it with the best way you will understand it. Okay? So the one that has truth should be responsible to say the truth with love. Alright? Says, in ways they head the Christ. From him, the whole body, joined and held together, by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. Look at this. So it says the body grows. Okay? The body grows and builds itself as each part does its work. So 
if the body of Christ will fulfill its place on the earth, you and I need to do our work. We can't say, I'm not important. You're just a church member. If I don't come, we did know. No, as each part does its work. You're laughing. Ministry gifts. All right. How much more if you now have a calling over your life? So your, your effectiveness will show in your local church. Ministry gifts, the apostles, the prophets. No, now, each church may not, may, not, may not have apostles in quotes. But as the body of Christ generally, you know, there is something that you know, apostles bring to the table. Who are apostles? People that got sent with special messages, special messages. For example, right now, there are times when in the body of Christ, we have some parts lacking. There are times when everybody's word, word, no spirit. God now sends somebody with message, of, with message of, of move of the spirit alone. Just to, just to have the entire body of Christ to correct a bit, you know, to add to their faith move of the spirit. So apostles are sent with special messages. There are times when, you know, just have a wave of healing ministries outside. They, they don't have churches, so they're just doing, they just have, you know, healing ministries out of church. God sends people with special messages to, to help the body of Christ to achieve a balance. Good. Evangelists. Every church needs to, needs, needs to be evangelical. As in to, to, to actively pursue, you know, um, souls being saved. Okay? All this makes the church balanced. You know, right now, most, most, churches, most churches look like their founder. So your founder is very evangelical. Church people evangelize. They cannot leave other parts alone, like discipleship, just evangelize, right? Some churches that the founders are very discipleship oriented. You know, in fact, you can even know from what they preach. Okay? You can know from what they teach. Okay? Now, what happens is that most times, churches like that are now overbent towards one angle. So they're like, they're, like, they're like teaching churches. Okay? All they do is teach and all that. But they don't, they don't win souls. Again, in balance. In balance. So we have to, by ourselves, be checking and say, are we tilting in one way? Are we in balance? Some people can be so worded, but they don't, they don't preach the gospel. They don't evangelize. But they are worded, though. They don't preach the gospel. We have, to, we have to be balanced. And balance is deliberate. Human by nature, we tend to be imbalanced by nature. Okay, we tend to, we, we are, human by nature likes to go to one, like to go to different extremes, okay? You have to deliberately help yourself to, let's, let's talk. Where are we going to? Then review and achieve a balance. All right? So, the body matures, grows, when every part does its work. So, there's a part you bring to the table. There's a role you play. So, the body is deficient or efficient to the level of your participation. Do you understand? What you do matters. Now, if all you do is to come and smile at the door, then you don't come. That smile is missing. Do you understand? So what you do matters. What you do matters. Even just being around in church alone, there's, there's way of feel like, ah, family is complete today. People came. Everybody, hey, you came today. Hey, welcome. It, it, it's bring some to the table so you matter. Amen? Glory to Jesus. All right. Let's go to 17. Is that where we are? Yes, 17. Is that part good? Everybody plays his or her part. Now, how much more, if you, if you now work in some units, like in white fire, your part is like lying to everybody's face. So, every 
thing you do there speaks to the church. When you prepare well, we will know. When you just freestyle it too, we know that mm, this thing shall we just do my shall, but you know. So, but we grow by what by 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 what everyone brings to the table. Okay, so make up your mind to actually bring to do to do your own part very well. To not slack in your own role. That my own role shall there won't be any slack there. I'll do my best in whatever I'm told to do. Good. All right, seven ten. So I tell you this and insist on it in the Lord that you must no longer live as Gentiles do in the futility of their thinking. Mm. They are darkened in their understanding and separated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts. Having lost all sensitivity, they have given themselves over to sensuality so as to indulge in every kind of impurity and they are full of greed. That, however, is not the way of life you learned when you heard about Christ and were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus. You were taught, with regard to your former way of life, to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds, and to put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. So he says... That I, I tell it and I insist on this in the Lord. I insist on it. That you cannot keep on living the way before you got saved. There has to be a difference. It has to show that you actually got saved. You can't be the same way. Okay? You cannot be. There must be a difference. So it says, I tell you this about your old self. To put off your old man. So whatever. Look at this. And this is this deliberate work. Because people can be saved, right? But you see, have, those old things are still, you know, somewhere in their minds. Even though they've been saved, right? But they still have, you know, those prompts to do something they used to do before. So I, I tell you this, to deliberately put off the old man, to, to say that you have a part to play. God has done his part. You have a part to play, to deliberately you put off the old man by what? By being renewed in the essence of your mind, by changing how you think. So he's saying that the gap between the old man and the new man is the mind. You know, don't forget, the man does not get saved. The mind is still the same mind. Before you go say, you, you know maths, before you, before you go say, you, you, you know maths, like you don't know the maths, okay? Because your mind did not get saved. <laughs> it's a spirit that got saved, right? So, he's saying that the gap between the old man and the new man many times is the mind. That if people fill their minds with crap, they will still leave out the crap that, that was there before they got saved. So he's saying the way to freedom is to change how you think, renew your mind. Now says, and then put on the new man. So how you put off the new man is by changing what's in your mind. Change what you're exposed to. Change your thoughts, okay? Let God's word begin to form how you see life. All right? Good. Let's go on. Amen. Where are we? Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor. Look at that again. For we are all members of one body. Each of you must put off falsehood. So he's saying, you, you, put it off. People say, people, people, people try to put every, everything on Christ. That we just do it anyhow, you know, Christ will do it for us. He's saying, you, put off lying. Deliberately say, I won't lie again because I'm saved. 
Stop saying that one day Christ will free me from lying. No, he has freed you from lying. You stop lying. That's free from lying. Stop lying. You stop lying. You hold that mouth and say today I will not like this lie. No, that lie, you know. You, <laughs> you know that you we know that the times when that lie, you can control the lie. That lie, you know that this lie I can I can control this lie. I can actually not like this lie. But fear of man, what would they say to me? You don't like the lie. Says you put off lying. You have the grace to stop lying. Tell people the truth. Let me tell you, help yourself. This one is hard to help yourself. When you now mistake any lie, go and say the truth back. Once, once, you, once, you, once you do it twice, to lie we had you. Once, once, once you make it, you are beat. Lie will be harder for you. Because when you know that, you have to go back and say the truth. Lie will be hard. When you lie and move on, you keep lying, you know. When you know that, I'll go and say the truth. Um... You know to hold your. Amen. Eh? It says, put it's of your old man. Line is part of your old man. Put off lying. All right? It says, speak truthfully to your neighbor. Amen. Some people, some people even lie in church. Paul is telling you, see, you're part of one body. You're lying to, as in, if they lie for church, okay? <laughs> speak truthfully to your neighbor. Speak truthfully to your neighbor. Put off lying deliberately. Stop saying one day, God, no, God has delivered from lying. You, now stop lying. Yeah, amen. Amen, bro. <laughs> Please go on. 26. 26. In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you're still angry. Look at this. So he's saying, people can trigger you, right? But you own your reaction to the trigger. So you, you can't say, they made me angry and now said or did this. Now, they did not make you do this. You did this. So in your anger, they vex you, right? In your anger, don't sin. That part is in your control. Because yes, people will annoy you. Part of being a human being is people will annoy you. But your reaction is your control. This is important. In your anger, don't sin. In your anger, don't sin. Own your reaction. People say things like, they made, they, made, they made me do it. No, they didn't make you do it. You did it. Own your reaction. Sorry, in relationships. Uh, it's very important how you communicate. You made me do so and so. No. No. I did so and so. Once you own it, you may correct your reaction next time. Once it becomes, they made me do. It means that it's not, it's not your power. It's my power to make you do. Okay, so I said, no, no, you said it. I didn't make you say it. It's important. Own your actions and reactions. It's important to, about to marry. Own your reactions. I did this. You did not make me do this. Own it. Amen. Amen. It happens in relationship. People say like, "You may no, 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 no. Don't, don't, be, don't be like that." Hi, woman. Okay, glory to Jesus. Amen. You see? Can you see that? You always make us do. You see that? You see that? Own your reactions. 
own reactions. Stop the stylish pushing of blame. I didn't make you know you did it. It's not. <laughs> okay, and it says, don't make, don't let the sun go down while you are still angry. Now, it's not saying wait till sunset. Amen. Some people now say, no, some people do. Some people are so religious. Do not get angry at 7 o'clock. Now it's 7, like, 7 to Dubai, sun has gone down. Let me not be stuck. No. Uh, do not wait till 12 p.m. I'll call you. Uh, I, can't, I, can't, I don't. No, 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 no. <laughs> it means let anger go quickly. Let it go. Let it go quickly. Let it go. Don't, don't store it up. Forgive quickly. <laughs> Forgive quickly. Yes, yeah, like he's painting you, so talk. Use the mic. I, I can get angry, but at, at some point in, at the day, it's just like, mm. it just leaves my mind. Does that mean I'm forgiving the person? Because if I see the person, there, there are many times people have yeah. annoyed me, but when I see them, I just want to play with you. Now, forgiveness is deliberate. It's deliberate. So, for example, now, it's easier when you just deliberately let... Now, for you now, yes, look at it, you're forgiving, right? Now, you know if I'm forgiving by how you feel when you, when you, when you, when you see them. Yeah. Is there anger? Is there resentment? You get. And if there is, it's deliberate. I forgive you. To yourself, I forgive him. Once you, once you mean it and you say it, you forgive him. So you might still feel pain, right? But once you mean it and say it to yourself, not even, not even to them, you forgive him. Because there are times when the pain takes a while to heal. Amen. Some pains take very long to heal, right? But you tell yourself, I mean it to are forgiving. That before yourself and God is clear, you're forgiving. So the pain might take a while to forget. Okay? But forgive. Okay? Forgive. Glory to God. So don't wait till sundown. Forgive. Just let it go. Let it go. He says in doing this, 27 says, and do not give the devil a foothold. He's saying, if you harbor anger, you give the devil a foothold. Okay? Your anger can lead to, can lead to things that are more, are more destructive. See, sometimes I, I, fear, I fear a lot. I fear fighting. Let me tell you why. Me? Never. Never. Never fought on a small. Slapped, yes. Fight, physical. Because, no, about it is, no, about it is. Somebody can fight somebody and the person dies. All you did was just a blow. And the person gave you 10 blows, you gave, you gave only one back. What for be bad thing? person falls and dies. Man slaughter. Man slaughter. So in all you do, keep your hands to yourself. Mark my own. Don't fight. Don't fight. Alright? So in your anger, don't sin. In your anger, don't sin. Watch what you say when you are triggered. You cannot pick back words anymore. <laughs> Telling relationship. What you said 10 years ago. People don't forget 10 years ago words. 10 years ago. So they, they might forgive you. Oh. Okay, is, is this you? They can forgive you. Oh. But they, people don't forget words. 
Is there any woman? What is the truth? Is the truth? Eh? I they tell me, amen. Me. I tell my guys the truth. If you don't go agree with me, I'll tell you the truth, sir. I'll tell you the truth. Women don't let go of words easily. It takes 10 words to clear one bad word. I don't think that clear, gone. It's not clear, though. It's there. It's the memory card. They will tell you next year that last year you did so and so and so. Like, I did her. I forgot it. So, it's why I tell men. I tell men, don't go and say because you are angry and tell you, man, exactly how you feel. You think, you think you are being truthful. Okay. So we tell, I'm serious right now. I'm very serious. I'm serious. You don't want to tell all your bad feedback and say because you have been truthful, say everything. You have caused trouble. You have to know how to sand in your words with salt and everything. Make it look, you know, you package it well. Otherwise, in your heart, you are doing good by being open. You send out, send out the bad thing about the person. Eh. Now become, you, you, you don't love me again. Okay? <laughs> but you ask for truth. <laughs> Guys, amen. I always say, amen. Men are not women. Learn this, learn it well. Equality is not sameness. We're not the same. We think differently. Amen. You're telling a woman feedback. Put it very well. Most men can take that ghost. We'll be fine. Move on. If you go and pass ghost, you'll be a woman. Tell you that you said last year. So, you have to know how to say that in a way that, say it in a way that is clean. With, ah, it's a woman that said, there's no way you can do it. They've wind you. That's what they say. That's what they always say. Say it now. Say it now. Say it now. You're not going to say it now. You're not going to say it. You're not going to say it. Say it. I've dated for nine years. Married for six. Amen. Is That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. If you are giving women feedback, be diplomatic about it. In a way that, eh, even that one, choose your words. Choose your words. Pick your words. So you can say, I said what I said, though. Gone, 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 gone. Don't act again. Why you tell a woman ABC? To now say you said A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H. But I said ABC. Leave the ABC alone. Don't add DEF to it. Amen. Amen. Because women will read me new meaning that I did not say. Do you mean no, I did not mean that? What I said <laughs> is what I said. So, guys, men are not women. Don't talk to talk your, your, your wife when you talk to your guys. You'll be in trouble. You'll be in. Thank you. You'll be in trouble. Mm-hmm. Like I can tell a guy, you don't have to give the guy passwords, we'll be fine. We'll go fight, we'll be fine. It will go. If you do it to your woman, you'll be telling story for one month. I didn't mean it now. <laughs> uh, no, people take equality to mean sameness. sameness. People take equality as sameness. They, they think equality means sameness. That's the way we are all equal. <laughs> I will tell people my own. Can I go and learn by your experience? Can I learn, learn to yourself? Oh. Now I got a pastor, but he said, to be, I told you for free, you did not hear me. I'll be. <laughs> Don't put it a lot. It's true. Pastor, you said it. Ah, you said it. Uh, okay. Amen. 
They tell us these things in counseling. We'll be like, it's not true, Jerry. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Amen. Like, generally, people have coconutted. On the sea, that's by themselves. Like, it's true, Shao. Yeah, so. Amen. It's important, okay? Men are not two men. Men are not men. So, understand the differences in our, in our makeup, okay? So, in your anger, don't sin. People don't forget words, especially women. Ah. We'll come back to your matter, okay? <laughs> okay? Very important. Very important, okay? So, in your anger, still be able to, 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 to plan your response. Own your feedback. Own your reaction. Own your response. So that you, you know that what I do next, I did it. It's not I was triggered and I did. It's that I, I, chose, my, I chose my reaction. Own it. Say, a wise man is, is one that can, that, can, that, can, that can control his emotions. It's better than the one that can take a city. Control your reaction. In your anger, because people will offend you. And if you're in love, offense will come. You know why I'm saying these things a lot? Because pastors can form, like our marriages are gold-plated. You know pastors form it a lot? You think our marriages are gold-plated marriage? No, from the pastors form. You think our marriage is, a, everything, is everything is golden. It's, so when people now have issues, they do not think like their own, their own is bad. But the way a pastor, it's important too. So I, I try to be truthful. I try to be no, again, because people, 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 don't know how to, people don't know how to take feedback. That's my no, people don't know how to take truth. So, I like to say truth, but people don't know how to take truth. So, you know I'm saying? If I say this thing, will it backfire on me? So, because people don't like to hear truth until, until, until it happens to them. You get my point here? People don't, when I, oh, and it's true, but I told you for free last year. Okay? It's important. Because people from, my people, my people know how to code marriage. They know how to make it look like, like people that are church people, as though they have no challenge. As though, you know, they're always loving, always nice to each other. <laughs> as though we're both, we're both, no, we're both, we're both, we're both, we're both angels. You know, spiritual, we try to form this thing. But one thing I, I love about Reverend Sam, Pastor Nike, Pastor Nike told us clearly that we are human beings. We have our, as in, we did clear. And for, that, that, that for me is, is liberating. Makes no that marriage is no it's not bad now. We are just human beings. Do you understand? Do you get? So <laughs> when you love people, they are, they are real leaders. They are very they tell you the truth. When it comes to it, they don't they don't they don't form it. Resan told us first about told us first. I heard from the pastor that, that he likes women. I'm like, Resan told us that he likes women. Like, eh, Pastor. Yes. He likes women. Being real, because people think when you're a pastor, you don't have everything is you know, even your poo poo does this way. Okay, let's go on. <laughs> you get my point here. But being, being, being real with people is important. So, someone told me, someone told me last two years ago, but this is this church, the pastor. I was not a pastor then three years ago, three years ago. I'm like, Uncle, Uncle Tolu, I have some problem, you know. Um, I think about women, and I'm like, dude, can you sit nice together? <laughs> 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 that guy, you're normal. Girl, girl, I was thinking he was a bad person. I was thinking he was, he was a sinner. Like, thoughts are normal. Yeah, the thoughts come. The thoughts come. What do we do? We reject the thoughts. We don't act on it. But the thoughts come. Because why? When people are spiritual, they will form as though 
as though we live in, we live in, as, as though, you know, we don't live on this earth anymore. Let's, you know, reasonably be vulnerable so people can learn from us. Okay? And also, when, when someone gives you sincere feedback, the way you react to me, the, the next person, you know, if I can tell you next time. Okay? I won't forget something that's all that, like, lie, 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 ah, no, lie, lie. <laughs> Come back in two years' time. Okay, counselor, you are right. <laughs> Let's continue. Okay, glory to Jesus. So he says also twenty twenty eight. Again, important in marriage relationships. Don't give the devil a foothold. Listen. So for example, people overreact. This is very. Please listen to this. See, the devil looks for moments of weakness. So. You have one babe at work. She likes you. But she knows you are married, right? You know, she, you, know you like her, so you know that you like her. And she's the kind of person, this, this is not about any gender, right? It can, be, it can be any gender. She's waiting for you to actually just be available for her. Yeah. She wants you. So, so I've actually sworn that I will get this guy. It's true. I've seen it before. Life online. This baby wrote on baby. This baby wrote on Twitter that this pastor, I will sleep with him. She wrote it live on Twitter. Yes, this pastor. So, so that kind of man, his wife now offends him. They have a major quarrel. He now owes the odds. Keeps thinking about it. How could she say? How could she do this? With what I've done for her? How could she? How could she? How could she? In fact, I'm so angry. Tonight, I'll stay, I'll stay at work late. I will not go home. It looks like play, right? This is how many good men fail. No, no, no. It's real. It's real. Very real. Very real. So that woman that's waiting for you for a long time, that's a good opportunity. And sometimes, these people are smart. They understand your mood. They know how people that have problems their marriages, they know how they behave. You that used to go back, used to go at five every day. Suddenly you at work at ten. Ah. Uh, eh. No, 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 no. Ah. Eh. So, don't let, don't give the devil, you know, a foothold. This is important. A foothold. Let's go of offense quickly. Talk about it. Deal with it. Move on. My start with something, my something that, you know, you should tell our husband that let's end this fight so we can fight the next one. Let this one go fast so the next one can come. Because we are married now. We live together. I'll go match your leg. It's, you get, let's finish one fast. Otherwise, people will store resentment and they'll do something stupid. I have Christian people that are contemplating divorce right now. And when, when they talk to me, the issue is tiny to my face. But they've had it for so long that it's become a stronghold. But the issue, when I tell him the issue, this thing is simple now. It's simple. It's simple, but coconut head, Meiji. Coconut heads. The issue are so simple. And in my mind, hmm, this issue, another one gives a the same issue. They are resolvable. Because Genders are, we are pretty similar. We have differences, right? But men are similar in a, in a very interesting way. Same as women also. Some people have extra coconuts. <laughs> but generally, we, <laughs> we have a lot of similarities. So in a way, I'm like, this issue you are facing in my head. 
If you marry another wife, you might not hand though. You know, people, you know, this is a study. People that divorce once usually don't divorce again. Yeah. You know, a, a, man, a man told me once that, that divorce married a new wife. Told me nobody loves me. I didn't ask him. Show how bad, how bad, it, was, how bad it was for him that day. For my clients. Not told me that day. I didn't ask him questions. He told me nobody loves me. Yeah. Dude. He divorced, he married again. And nobody loves me like, you know, this man, afterwards, had another child and a babe outside. Because these things don't stop. Amen. How do you get to marriage? I blame you guys. All right? <laughs> okay. Amen. Don't give devil foothold. Let things go quickly. Forgive quickly. Forgive quickly. Okay? Forgive quickly. It gets to the point, if you're a mature Christian, you forgive faster. You forgive faster. Finally, marriage, forgive faster in marriage. Forgive faster. Forgive faster. So now, for, for me and my wife now, when we first got married, our issues used to take a long time. We used to take, we used to wait for it, we used to wait. But these days gone, as I'm fighting, we are finishing it. Then, body has time. We've moved on. Moved on for it, okay? Don't worry. You are, even if it's gone, you're in church. Okay? Even if it's gone, any man be in Christ. All right? So, for me now, as we've grown in marriage and grown in God's love, we don't, we forgive faster. We forgot him. Started playing again, moved on. Okay, Jesus, I forgot him. We've moved on. We forgot him. Naturally, now we've grown since we forgot him. So, and part of growing in Christ, being able to let go of offense quickly. Not wait when they tell you sorry. If they don't tell you sorry, you don't, you don't forgive. You'll be there. You'll be there. So, of course, we talk, we talk about issues, but don't wait till you talk before you, let, before you forgive. Now, my, my, my need to deal with, my deal, deal with the issue, right? But even forgive before you deal with it. Forgive. This is very important. Otherwise, you will give your crush unusual power over you. I dare get to marriage again. Ephesians 4, commentary. <laughs> See. No matter how married you are, no matter how married you are, you will have crush. Amen. You will have. You will have. Now, your crush becomes more powerful on you when you fight your wife. Or your husband. They're not supposed to last, but when you're fighting your babe at that period, you now hold on to it. Crush now becoming be long, longer and more serious over you. Some people now act on the crush because they're angry with their wife or husband. They now, they now act on it. You now go on a date that you're not, you're not going to go for. You go on a date. You start talking to the person because you are reacting to, an, to, reacting to anger. Forgive fast. Christians that she don't plan to cheat, they're just stupid. There are good Christian men and women that are cheated because they were stupid. They didn't want to. They didn't plan to. It was just stupidity of feeding a crush. And this stupidity is very common. This particular stupidity is very common. So what should you do? Let's go off offense. And tell yourself the truth. This crush is just crush. It's not soulmate. Your husband and wife is your soulmate. 
Glory to Jesus. Also, diversion. When you are stressed, also you are vulnerable. When you are stressed. A lot of Christian people commit their biggest sins when they are stressed. You, you want to just, you want to indulge. Feel like, I've worked so hard, I deserve some indulgence. Everybody, see, people, we must not form before each other. Let's not form this forming. Church people can form a lot. We form too much. Let's tell ourselves the truth. When you are stressed, you are vulnerable. So at that point, be aware. Keep watch. Some people's own is sugar, overeating. Some people's own, some people's own is alcohol. Some people's own, masturbation. Some people's own, I'm so serious. Yes. Yes. Hey, Jesus is Lord. We need service. Some people's own. So, for example, now, for me now, I know that when I'm stressed, when, when, when I want to play games the most, I know that I even might ah, to do the science. Now I want to spend hours playing video games. For me, I know that usually, Usually, when I start spending more time, there's stress there. Some people is women. Is men. Many leaders. This is how they actually get into fornication and adultery. The Bill Clinton, the Clintons, the Tiger Woods. It's just a feeling of I've succeeded, you know. I've worked so hard. I, I, I need an indulgence. Yeah, that's the point. Okay? This thing is very true. When you feel yourself getting, you are too stressed. No. Own it. Rest. Sleep. Sleep. That vacation. That vacation too is risky. You go to where your triggers are. All the best. So, someone said something once. That he would, someone said he would love to have his medic service. Yeah, it's like we are doing boot camp. Someone said he would love to have a Christian, a pastor's camp where a pastor can actually relax. Not prayer, just where he can relax. Because why? People go and relax in hotels. It does, might not help your case. You want to relax, not, not be tempted. So, so why are you relaxing? Relax. Now see trigger. You went there to rest, not to be triggered. Okay? So in your vacation also, don't go to where your triggers are. Know your triggers. Know your triggers. There are things that the devil has put in people before they got, before they got saved. He has wired into people some weaknesses, triggers in their minds. In their minds. In their minds. And it shows up when they are stressed, when they are offended. Know your triggers. Know your triggers. Know your triggers. Rest. Sleep. Sleep. I don't want it very well. I work hard, but I also make sure that my sleep time is not touched. I learned recently that I go to bed by 11. I wake, up, I, wake up by, I wake up by 5. Yes, no, I, wake up, I, I, I can wake up basically by 3 o'clock, but my wake up, my official wake up time is 5 o'clock. My official wake up time is 5 o'clock. Because I know I work hard and I get stressed. So what do I do? I, I sleep. I sleep. 
Amen. Because you have to water than your enemy. Amen. This, this is important. Don't give the devil a foothold. Some people, uh, you work so hard and you don't rest. Health breakdown. Emotional breakdown. Sin is knocking at the door. We find out why suddenly you are going back to this old sin. Look at yourself. You've pushed yourself to the, to the limit. Amen. Sleep. 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 Off phone at night. Sleep. Sleep. Some of us, I look at us and I'm not like, God help this guy. Some people work so hard and they're still online at 2 a.m. Sleep. Off the phone, safe. Just off the phone and just leave it alone. Just be offline. Amen. All right? This is important. All right? Anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work, do something useful with their own hands, that they may have something to share with those in need. Now, he's telling believers this thing, no? Believers, you'll be shocked. Telling believers not to steal. He's telling, writing a letter to church and telling church people, don't steal. Now, stop stealing. Work. To have to give. So, Paul understood the man nature. And believers, knowing that people struggle with their past sins, people still have this, this mind, it's not, it's not renewed. And he's telling them, believers, telling them not to steal. You, you think they would know. So when people say, when people say, don't preach sin, okay? Paul told people, listen to sins for them. Don't fornicate, don't steal. Because human beings need to hear it. All right? It is, it is just say, work to have. It says, work to have to share abundance. Give them mentality. All right? Glory to God. Verse 29. Don't let any unwholesome talk come, come from your mouth. But only what is helpful will be not others according to their needs. I mean, benefit those who listen. So he's saying, your watch will be measured. He's giving us a list of Christian conduct to watch church about. That your watch will be measured. Don't just talk anyhow. Let your words be edifying. There's a way a mature believer talks. That is we don't say. Okay? There are words we don't use. Yes, you might be triggered, right? But again, own your reactions. Let your words be measured. Seasoned with salt. Currently, you know, let your words be sweet. Alright? To edify those who listen. It says, to build them up according to their needs. Look at this. So he's saying you talk to help them according to their needs. Again, so it's not about it's not about what you feel like saying, not you feel like talking. It's about the listener. You get so you are responsible for how you talk to people according to their needs. So it means that the way I talk to so sir, it's not how I talk to who can I use here? Who is who is who is gentle that can easily break by my words here? I get out. Who can I use it? Like it's very gentle. They did not come. Oh, me, Mary. There are people here that I can, and if I tell you this truth, you can take it. Other people, we have to soft pedal. So it means that I owe it to those people to talk carefully according to their needs. Some people can actually take truth. They can take it. Some people can, some, not, not everybody can take truth. Nobody can take truth. Some people can actually take, some people can take feedback. Even when it's not sweet, they can take it and they'll fix up. You get my point here. So you must know how to talk to people according to their needs. So you, you owe it to yourself to speak the way people will, will, as much as possible, understand and benefit from. Not just, this is where I am. This is where I am. 
Okay, you're in Christ. That's not you are. Alright? Answer verse 30. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. Look at this. See, so it, it, it links up on wholesome talk, on wholesome talk with grieving the Holy Spirit. So it means that the major way we, we, we grieve God is by the words we say. That you can hurt the Spirit by what you say. So for example, now, you know, when I talk, I, I have internal feedback. I have feedback of, ah, uh, oh, you said that is not cool. For, 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 me, for me, it's when I say negative, negative confessions. I also have this feedback straight that told you, that, that's not how you talk, that's not right. So he said, if you make a practice of it, you can grieve the Holy Spirit. So your talk can grieve the Holy Spirit. Okay? Mary. Amen. All right? 31. Now, continuing about not giving the Holy Spirit, get rid of all bitterness. Again. It not the way for God to get rid of it. It's you. Get rid of all bitterness. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. All rage. Anger. Get rid of it. Stop carrying anger on your chest. And say it's my temperament. And that's who I am. That's how I am. Get rid of it. Get rid of brawling. Of slander. Some people hear... When you want to hear something bad about people, it's not some people here actually. No, yeah, I didn't mean, I didn't mean here. The people that when you, when you, when you want to hear bad, bad about people, all they know, they have people slander records. They have that type of people slander. That's what they know. Okay? That should not be you. Get rid of slander. Very important. Okay? Get rid of, along with every form of malice. It says, it says malice has different forms, Paul. Says malice has different forms. Okay? Get rid of every form of malice. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Get rid of malice. See, the entire verse is saying, walk in love. Love people. Forgive people. I tell myself this, right? This, this is how I forgive people easily. I see myself and I see my weaknesses. I, I see what I am. What, what I could have been. What I could have done. I forgive easily. When people tell me, can you come, can you come, can you come? It's amazing. So, I asked myself to tell you, I usually not forgiving too easily like this because no, 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 about forgiving now. I don't, I don't see people, people, people as their issue. I'm both my time. I do so and so and so and so and so and so and so. I don't know how I do it, but I don't, I don't see it as, I don't see it as an issue. I don't see people as what they did. Maybe it's a job. Maybe, 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 maybe I've heard too much. Maybe I've, you know, I've heard many things, but I don't see people as what they did. Okay? I, I think it's maturity. <laughs> Amen. Yes, separate people from their issues because I know what I could have been. I know what I could have done. Are you getting me? So I forgive easily. So if you're, if you're so real with yourself, you're not perfect. Forgive people. Forgive people. Forgive people. You're not perfect. Okay? Forgive people also. Forgive people easily. All right? 32 says, be kind to each other and compassionate. Okay? Forgiving each other. Just as God in Christ forgave you. This is a finished it. How did God in Christ forgive you? Did he tell you, lying, forgiving, still not forgiving? Did he count it for you? Do you have to measure it? That you this was yesterday, last year. I, I forgive you then, but you realize I won't forgive you again. Did he tell you, no, no, that's how we behave. That did he tell you that you forgive this for last year, 200 times? I'm tired of forgiving you. I'm tired of forgiving you. 
He says, no. Christ forgave you. Look at this. Past, present, future. He forgave you eternally. He's not counting your sins against you. He's not counting your sins against you. And he says, you now, forgive everybody as God in Christ forgave you. Ah! What's he telling you? You have no excuse not forgive. He's telling you also, forgive people in advance. You know the offense, not the offense, offense in your future. Forgive ahead of time. That's what happens tomorrow. I've forgiven you in advance. What does that mean? What does that mean? That yes, people might hurt you, but you, your reaction is always love. I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. This is where we are called to live. In the, in the covenant, Christ told them, says, if you don't forgive other people, Christ God not forgive you. In the old. But now, Say, forgive as you were forgiven. So in the new, it's not forgiveness by offense. It's forgiveness forever. And it calls us to live like this. Forgive. Now, this does not mean that you leave the offender offend in your life. Forgive does not mean that, you know, for, so someone says, my, my boyfriend is so and so and so, so I forgive him. And I continue the relationship. Ha. Oh, yeah, to. Forgive can mean I forgive, but go your way. Let me go my way. Super. Because people, people call this call this in Yamayama. And it's because they, want, they know that they should leave this person, but they want to want to the Bible to Jomo. Eh? But Christ says, Forgive. I know. But he didn't say leave the person in your life. Forgive and separate. I forgive you. I bless you. Go meet another person. Another person. Koala. Amen. Okay? This, this is the important part of Christian character. Love. Forgiveness. Measure your reaction. Okay? You act as you should, not as you feel. You do as you should do, not as you feel. Because people will offend you. Family will offend you. Some people are tired of their dad saying, uh-huh, you see? But you forgive. You forgive your siblings. Your parents, your step-siblings, forgive. You know, have a clean heart towards everybody. Yeah, that's why I said, you can forgive and save space from the offender. Forgive, forgive does not mean you have to be in my life. Forgive can mean I love you, but don't call my number. Shall I just do your day? I can forgive you and block your number. Just day your... Yes, it's true. Yes, just day your day. Okay? Forgive over block. Wisdom. All right, can we rise? This is like, this is like 10 hours. <laughs> All right. Just speak to God in one word. I'm a forgiver. I'm a forgiver. I'm a forgiver. I'm a forgiver. I love because Christ loves me. I love as Christ loves me. I forgive people as Christ forgave me. I walk in love. I don't give the devil a foothold. Yeah. I walk in love. I walk in love. I get better at walking in love. 
I get better at walking in love. I get better at walking in love. I grow in love. I grow in my love work. Are you talking to God this evening? I grow in my love work. I commit to living a life of love. In the name of Jesus. I commit to living a life of love. There's someone right now, watching right now, you know, online. And you know that you, you, you are struggling in your heart to let go of a pain, you know, a hurt in your heart. This evening, I receive for you, you know, a fresh infilling of the love of Christ. That you are healed right now from within. That by the power of the Holy Ghost, you know, you just get healed right now. That pain leaves you now in the name of Jesus. There's someone that you have been, you know, acting rashly, you know, because of this, um, this offense, this odds. You have been living in sin, rebelling against man and God because you are odd as someone did. This evening, I want you to come clearly before God and receive his help. Receive, you know, his love afresh into your heart. I feel as there's someone watching this that you, you know that you actually need the help of God to break through of this old. You know you, you need to actually be born again or to come back home to be free from this pain. Just say after me, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died for my sins. That you were buried, but you didn't stay buried. You rose again and you gave me a brand new life. In this brand new life, your love is shed abroad in my heart by the Spirit of God. This evening, I declare you as my Lord and Savior. I declare I'm born again and I receive the oppression of your love in my heart now. That your love heals me of every pain, of every shame, in the name of Jesus. Right now, for that person, I agree with you in faith that you receive the peace of God and that pain loses hold over you in the name of Jesus. That is you. Help us to reach you, okay? Send us a mail to info at thisgreenchurch.org. Father, I pray for everyone listening right now that they receive grace to walk in love. Some people have old thoughts they are, they, they are holding back on. Friends have hurt them. Family has disappointed them. Loved ones have failed to turn up. Fathers are missing. Mothers are missing. So I pray for everyone right now. Watching online. Listening listen, listen to the audio. Holding a pain. Ah, this is interesting. Some of us have issues with... Even with, with my, my, my... You're not married. You have issues with the marriage because of the pain you've gone through in life. This is a non-normal. Right? So I pray for you. That the healing, the healing power of Christ... By God's Spirit begins to work in your heart right now. That you are healed of that pain in the name of Jesus. And you walk light, you walk free in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Okay, I feel like I should say this, okay? I didn't plan to say this, okay? Um, many of us are scared of marriages. Marriage, not because, not, not because we've, we have married before. Because we've seen too, much, too many bad marriages. You know, our parents have disappointed us in marriage and all that. And we are scared of it. Uh, you need to renew your mind, okay? Renew your mind with God's word. Renew your mind with God's word. Renew your mind. Two 
are better than one. Okay? Renew your, your mind with God's word. Mind is meant to be an, an enabler, not a disabler. Mind should build you up, not cut you down. So renew your mind with God's word. Don't let what you have seen in the world deprive you of God's blessing in marriage. Hallelujah. Hey, hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website www.thisgreenchurch.org for more info. God bless you.